One Word is a production of BFAC On Air. Welcome back, everyone, to One Word. One Word. One Word. We, we can't not do that anymore. It's, it's tradition. <laughs> it's it tradition. is a tradition. That was good. Go. That was great. Thank you. I'm Dominic. I'm Jenna. I'm Zoe. And I'm Chloe. And we are your hosts. And we are, you know, this episode coming up is really, was it was great to discuss some really intriguing traditions, mm. historical, and I don't know, maybe... Historical and personal. Yes, yeah. and personal. And maybe people will be able to see how their tradition that they celebrate at this time of year kind of stems from something else. Mm -hmm. That's what I mm -hmm. think is really, really unique because I I know there are uh, there are several things we talked about that was like, well, yeah, I, that is a far ancestor of the tradition that, that I celebrate uh, today and we do at this time of year. So tradition... As we're talking about it in, in this part one episode of a two-part month, there's hey. so much to talk about in terms of tradition at this time of year that we had to split this up into a two-part episode. So this is just part one of the episode. And stay tuned because you're going to get a great French toast idea <laughs> <laughs> from Jenna. Do you do that like on Christmas morning or anything? Uh, is that when you have it? up to it. So it's not... It's not every like christmas eve or christmas morning type thing yeah it's kind of like we are in the season of like christmas is coming and you have right. it. don't tell them what it's made out we've of, got okay? this product we're gonna use this thing <laughs> all okay. right yeah so that's kind of that's kind of working so be. it's like the whole general season that yes. you use it in it's yeah. not just You're right it's on not christmas on specific morning. yeah it's not on, yeah it's not specific okay to a day. all right oh that's that, yeah that's great but it wouldn't be it. in may only only in that Christmas season. Okay. Right. You know? It's a tradition. It's at, a tradition. At, in December. In December. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> And I, I might I might give y'all the recipe. We'll see y'all. All right. We'll just have to find you know, out. last uh, last month I did say that I was going to get us a, an email address, and we do have we do. an email address. I'll just point that out to our friends that they can email us at, uh, it is one word, at bataviafineartscenter.org, and center is spelled C-E-N-T-R-E. So feel fancy. free. Yeah. You can feel free to email us some of your traditions, too, and yes. maybe we'll we'll mention some of those in an upcoming episode, We too. would love to hear. We would love to hear from you. So. We would love to hear from yeah. you. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So some other traditions um, or things that we talked about in this podcast coming up, we kind of got into the history of Christmas trees and uh, just really kind of talked a lot about mm -hmm. what we all kind of do or <laughs> what stemmed yeah. from, but also how that got started. And I thought that was really interesting because we... Well, we all kind of have different trees a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, I have many different trees. Yeah, Dominic trees. has many trees. He got all the trees. If you're missing a tree, go to Dominic's house. <laughs> we talked this week a bit about the solstice, the winter solstice, and how that relates mm -hmm. to modern Christmas traditions, but also 
you know, end of the year traditions all over the world. And that yeah. was really interesting to talk about. Yeah. And bouncing off that, just our theme of nature, like that was yeah. very um, yeah. uh, present this episode. And also we talked a little bit about a tradition in Spain and how <laughs> they beat a log with a stick, but it's a little more than that. So I guess it you'll is. just have to listen yeah. there, to there was, get the rest. quite a bit more than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, is, it is something else, let me tell you. <laughs> it's something that you don't uh, expect. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that is correct. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it is rooted and based in based in something very important at, at those times. And I, I really, I would gather to say, still for us to have a respect for and an Absolutely. understanding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. definitely. Yeah, I so. have a healthy respect for it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my friends, this is this is part one of the two-part episode, as I said before. And so without further ado, I just have one word for you. Tradition, part one. Today, we are talking about tradition. Mm. Um, and we're actually going to break tradition a little bit. (laughs) 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 Um, normally we kind of go into the definition, the etymology of the word. Um, but today we're going to explore the different traditions. So we're in the month of December. There are lots of traditions, lots of uh, different holidays and traditions that, uh, families and people groups do. And so we, we want to go into, um, all of those because there's a lot there. And I think it's interesting hearing, you know. It's so um, rich. Yeah, like, it's so, so rich. Rich is yeah. a great word for that. And, and culturally uh, around the world, mm-hmm. the different traditions and what's interesting is as how they go from what they once were to the world we mm-hmm. know and exist in today. And it's really, it's, it's fascinating. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. The first thing that I have on my list is oh, just yeah. the classic of the Christmas tree and Christmas decorations, which the history behind this is kind of interesting because, I mean, it is almost exactly what you would expect the history of the Christmas Mm -hmm. tree to be. So originally, um, bringing evergreen trees inside was used to celebrate winter festivals by pagans and Christians. Pagans would decorate their homes during um, the winter solstice with the tree branches as a symbol that spring was just around the corner. And then the Romans used the trees to decorate their temples at the festival of, I'm going to butcher this, Saturnalia? Yeah. Saturnalia, yeah. Okay, yeah. Good job, Chloe. Um, (laughs) Christians use it as a sign of everlasting life with God because it's one of the few trees out of the year that don't lose its leaves when winter comes. So it's like a year-round, everlasting, eternal and, symbolism for love. And, and nice. mine don't lose their leaves, uh, their needles, uh, or anything because they're made of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> mine as well. All I get a real one. It smells so nice. Oh, it does. It just and we nice. go to the Christmas tree farm and do it's a little you? family. Oh, I do every year. Okay, oh, so I was nice. always a little jelly, a little jealous. Of people, like, you know how you watch those Hallmark movies? And yeah. And they, like, go yeah. out and they, like, put the tree on the car. That was not us. We got a potted tree from Jewel Oscar. Oh, <gasps> did you then plant it? Yeah, my dad plants them outside. Yes, that's yeah. brilliant. That's so I, I've cool. heard of people doing that. Mm-hmm. You, and then every year, you're actually utilizing the tree. You're not cutting a tree down just for the okay. one time a year. 
All right. Well, now That's I feel bad that I was cool. jealous. Well, yeah. <laughs> my family, our Christmas tree, we had it since before I was born. My parents got it on sale after Christmas for $10 at Home Depot. Nice. And it has been in our life ever oh, since. That's great. We go to the Boy Scout Christmas tree oh, farm mm-hmm. every year because my brothers used to be in Boy Scouts. They were never like old enough to be on the Christmas tree farm. But we, you know, we go and we get a tree and we pick it out and it's a little family outing. It's so fun. That's fun. And we, it smells we so We have nice. like seven. Christmas trees? Christmas trees in our house. Like yes. real Christmas trees or fake ones? No, fake. All They're fake, fake pre-lit. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> are they, <laughs> Sorry, just are they themed? Do you have themed trees? Oh, yes, of oh, course yeah. we do. Yeah. What, are, what are the, can we ask what the themes are? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> downstairs in the movie theater is the movie tree. The one by the fireplace is the family tree, so it's got ornaments from... When my wife was a kid, and Aww, things she made, cute. things I made, all the family I thought ornaments. Sweet. I thought you were going to say pictures <laughs> of relatives. Pictures of relatives. <laughs> <laughs> so I just imagined a like dominant face on a like globe. Well, there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. There are several. <laughs> Uh, ornaments on the tree with your face with my face on yes. them. Nice. because when you're you know a kid they take your school photo and yeah. they make an ornament of it and uh, i was a cute kid did you know that did you know i was a model did you, you were i was yeah is this sarcasm no i'm being serious when that's i was five amazing. i was a model we'll save that for another uh, <laughs> that's amazing another um model tuxedos uh, we'll save that for another <laughs> episode just had to let us know we yeah. had to know right now <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. i i'm like flabbergasted right now <laughs> okay <laughs> keep going anyways we are so digressing modeling. there's more trees there's uh, the candy tree there's plenty of trees all around the house <laughs> so trees. trees i've got a forest okay nice. Nice, nice. Well, my family only has one tree. Okay, that's great. It's, it's a, I'm sure it's a beautiful tree. Yeah, it's definitely beautiful. Well, to get, to hop back on track of Christmas trees and the yeah, history and decorations. Of Thank trees. you. Sorry. Yes. So the first ever recorded Christmas tree was during the 16th century. The preacher Martin Luther, mm. not Martin Luther King Jr., the preacher. Mm-hmm was recorded as one of the first people to bring a Christmas tree into his home and one of the first to add lights to the tree. So that's where it ties into decorations. A lot of people would just decorate it for fun. There's no really like specific meaning behind it. It was just a way to make it look cool. I know this because I'm Lutheran, so they teach you everything that you can possibly know about Martin Luther. About Martin Luther, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. My mom was Lutheran. Fun. I'm just going to pull out connections wherever we got them. (laughs) I'm wearing... I'm wearing my mom's high school ring from sh- from her Lutheran high school. Oh my gosh! If anyone so ever watches the recording of this podcast, <laughs> which we are filming, by the way, we yeah, are we, do, yeah, we, yeah, we have filming. them filmed too. We have video of it too. So let's. So I'm going to take it a step from you okay. uh, when you're talking about the Christmas tree itself, and talk about a Nordic tradition, and this kind of has to do with the Yule log. And it goes into winter solstice and and, and some things there. But so we've all heard the term Yule log, right? right? Yes. So that's a Nordic tradition. And it it is the Yule is the name of the old winter solstice festivals uh, in Scandinavia and other parts of, of northern Europe. So the Yule log was originally an entire tree, the whole thing. And it was brought into the house with this big pomp and circumstance, great ceremony. And sometimes it was a tradition. The whole family would go out very much like what you say when you go pick out your Christmas tree, right? Mm -hmm. The whole family would go out and cut the log down. That That was in France where they would do that. Now, here's the Here's part of the interesting and scary part as well. So you would like stick 
an end of the tree in the mm-hmm. fireplace and light it <laughs> with the other end of it like Just sticking, sticking out? out into the house. Nice. <laughs> like, how do we burn this? Just stick Just it, stick in, it there. in there. Don't chop it. See Don't you happens. dare chop that tree. And then you would use that you sometimes you could use that same log then year after year after year after year. Cool. Um in England, like there's, there's different types of logs you would use. So in England, they would use oak. Scotland, it was birch. France, you'd have cherry. And in France, of course, they would pour wine over it. Before they <laughs> <laughs> of course. So that it would smell good. So that it would smell hmm. good. You could also change the color of it. You could add different wow. spice, you know, different things you to it. You change the color of the of, of the, the of the, fire? Of the of flame. The fire. Yeah. Of the flame. Oh, cool. Yeah. So table salt would make it bright white. <gasps> uh, copper sulfite would make it blue. Borax. Wow. Would Do you kind of want to try this? Green. Yes, well, I was just thinking too, that right? as you as he was talking, I was like, oh, next bonfire, maybe. Yeah. Wait, that'd yeah. be so fun. <laughs> So the there's another thing too where in Somerset in the UK they would take a very large bunch of ash twigs and it's this is instead the log itself and they would burn all these twigs and that comes from the local legend that uh, you know Joseph and Mary uh, and Jesus were very cold Right. And the shepherds came, and they would light a, a bunch of twigs to keep them warm. That is one little bit about the Yule log as it relates to the Christmas tree itself. Um, it's also a dessert. Now, which, okay. the log? Yeah. Yes. I've heard huh? of the Yule log dessert. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. always confused because people would say, I've brought a Yule log. And I was never <laughs> sure if they brought the dessert or if they just brought like... A tree. A piece of a tree. A piece of a tree. (laughs) And sometimes, like, it would be either. Like, one time somebody brought both for, like, a white elephant party. They're like, I brought the Yule log, and it was (laughs) just just a log. log. So so there's a different type of Yule log maybe I'll talk about a little bit later. I've never heard of the dessert. Uh, Oh, yeah. So it's a chocolate Yule log, and it is a popular Christmas dessert or pudding traditionally eaten in France or Belgium. Okay. So it's it's kind of like a roll, you know? It's yeah. this chocolate oh, sponge oh, cake that's like, layered, yeah. and then... It, it looks it. like a Swiss roll. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Rolled, that sounds fun. And then you slice it, and uh, yeah. So that's kind of the edible Yule log. It goes far before Christianity, even, with the Yule log, into the winter solstice is, right. is where that comes from. I actually have done a lot of research about the winter solstice. Yeah. It's, it's very interesting. Because, there, I mean, there are cultures all over the world that mm-hmm. observe winter solstice holidays, like at, like from very, very long times ago. Um, Zoe talked about one earlier, Roman Saturnalia, which is a celebration for Saturn. And they also, around the same time, they celebrated Juvenalia, which was, like it sounds, a celebration of children. children? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> juvenalia. Definitely Juvenalia. I was like, tracking on the wrong track. <laughs> like Juvenile. <laughs> Juvenalia. Oh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that makes a little more sense. Little more sense. <laughs> um, and then, like Zoe mentioned, there were other pagan traditions with, like, with Yule celebrations up in the northern Europe in, like, Germany and Scandinavia and that kind of thing. And in those, like, Nordic traditions, there were lots of Yule decorations, which is, like Zoe said, a, 
earlier descendant of the Christmas tree, where some people actually like long, long times ago before they were brought into homes would decorate them outside mm. to symbolize like the sun and the moon and the stars. Because most most winter solstice traditions were like to honor nature. Yeah. And that's why we see lots of current Christmas decorations and celebrations, uh, pieces of nature. Like we see holly and and evergreen trees and like wreaths and that sort of thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so oh. a lot of it comes from celebration of nature. And we see that like the fact that winter solstice traditions kind of turn into into Christmas traditions because in the fourth century, Pope Julius I was like, you know what? I think we should start celebrating Christmas as a holiday. But mm. he was like, even though there's biblical evidence to kind of support that Jesus was probably born in the spring, he was like, you know what's really cool? Roman Saturnalia. So maybe I can piggyback off of that and also Nordic Yule celebrations and we can just make one big hodgepodge holiday, which is kind of what Christmas turned out to be. That is... That's really that crazy. Cool. Do you... Okay, I have a question. Yes. Question. Um, do you know, and this might be a ridiculous question, what does, like, why is it called solstice? What does solstice mean? Because I always, like, I hear the word, what, because, wait, there's winter solstice and there's... Some, summer solstice. Summer solstice. It's the longest and the shortest days of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So it's, I believe it's when mm-hmm. Earth is farthest from the sun and closest to the sun. Yes. Okay. It's that about the rotation of the Earth. Essentially, it is the longest and the shortest day of the year. Okay. So it does have to do with where the Earth is in relation to the sun. <laughs> Sorry. So <laughs> like, no, that was a good tangent. What is this word? So uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to kind of take us down a notch from, you know, all this intelligence talk. <laughs> and since we're still talking about Yule Log oh, and boy. whatnot. Changing the mood. I'm going to change the mood a little bit. So in the northeast of Spain, there was a tradition, and it is called the, the Tio de Nadal, mm-hmm. which is the Christmas log. And Tio means a trunk or log, and it's a big piece of cut wood. That's kind of where that comes from. But in many of the homes up in the northeast of Spain, during the holiday season, they would hollow a log about 30 centimeters long, and this would start at, begin at the Feast of the Immaculate Conception on December 8th, and the whole concept was the children needed to take care of the log, um... And to keep it like warm. Like a home class. Like, like yes. Your, your egg like baby. You've got your little yes. baby that you've got to keep alive, right? But to take care of it, keep it warm, feed it. They'd put little blankets over it and things oh like gosh. that. I want a little log now. Do you? Well, <laughs> yeah, I want well, to like walk But then the whole point of it was, yeah, you know, if they took care of it, mm-hmm. um, it would defecate presents. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> On Christmas <We're>, Day. <laughs> oh, wow. That's <laughs> their reward. Wait, is that why they made a hole? So yeah. they had, so they could like go through. Yeah. Oh yes. I cannot tell my mother about this episode. And nowadays oh they still have these and they have like little red booties on them and faces <laughs> and the the typical red hat is on the top of I'm going to show you a picture right now. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, these logs look really happy. <laughs> Wait, I want to see this log. They look I wish. Happy. They, they do, do look very happy. happy. I right. wish people could see the picture of these. But it gets worse than this, folks, okay? Oh, boy. So every time I say the word Poo. I just want you to envision it's a, it's really a different word in the actual translation of it, though. Okay. okay? So uh, on Christmas Day or sometimes Christmas Eve, some mm-hmm. households on Christmas Eve, you put the teal, 
partly in the fireplace. Kind of like the Yule log from before. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Partly in the fireplace, and that's where it would defecate. Um, what? Yes. So to, ma- <laughs> to make it defecate, the children would need to beat it with sticks. <laughs> God. Oh, this is so gosh. weird. This, this is, is like, so strange. This, this is Spain? Is- this is the the this northeast of Spain. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of cool. It's it's like like it's like a pinata. It it very much it 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 very much is similar to the pinata. Yeah. yeah. So they would sing songs and beat it with sticks. I wonder if pinata right? is a Spanish word. Let me Google. You go ahead. So the but the tradition says um, so before beating Tio. <laughs> it's also throwing me off a little bit because I know Tio is also the word for uncle. Yes, and yes. And so I'm like, before your uncle, uncle in the fire. No, for yep. this we're meaning It is a Spanish word. Right. Pinata is a Spanish word. Right, yeah. yeah. They like yes. to beat yeah. things a little. <laughs> in Spain over there. Yeah. Um, so the kids would have to leave and go into another room of the house to pray. And they would ask Tio to deliver, like, lots of presents. Um <laughs> <laughs> Bring me the presents. Please. I'm gonna beat you. So they'd go into the kitchen and and warm their stick next to the fire and and then during that time, you know, preparations were made with Tio so that he could actually defecate oh the presents. Now the interesting thing is these were not large presents. It's not well, like Well, no, I mean <laughs> if you're defecating. No, it's not always- no, no. It's like not it's little a large candies, hole, is it? yeah. <laughs> little candies, small toys. Right. That's kind, that kind of thing. All the big presents were were supposed to have been brought by the three wise men oh, at right. a later date. Right. Okay, sorry, right. I cannot handle my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The, and so here's a really nice part of this one too. So, mm. uh, so the, it's the little things that you might typically get in a stocking today. Those are the things that that would I have things be to say about that later. Defecated out. <laughs> Put a pin um, in it. Yeah, I'll put stockings. a pin right in it. Stockings, yep. thank you. And what comes out is communal. Oh, so, so everybody can have it. Like, everyone, again, like a pinata. Oh, like a pinata. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, so like so it was for everyone. And everyone would, would then share those items. That's so sweet. I have a song here. <laughs> and this is this is the <laughs> song <laughs> that would be sung. While you were hitting <laughs> the log with sticks, uh-huh. right? Hitting Tio. Remember, I'm going to use the word poo. Okay. But it is very much a different word <laughs> that is in the translation. Are you going to sing it for us? Uh, I, I'm not going to sing it for you. Oh, come on. Only because come I don't please. know what sing the uh, actual song it. is. Come up with something. If you're an improviser, improvise the tune. I, I could improvise the tune, yes. So, uh, poo log. <laughs> Almonds and nuggets do not defecate herrings, which are too salty. Defecate nuggets, which are better. Poo log, almonds and nuggets. And if you don't want to defecate, I will give you a smack. Oh my God. Poo log. <laughs> That is not the uh, the actual melody of it. That I was fabulous. It was amazing. Um, and I if you, you don't want to defecate, I will give you a, a smack. smack. Do you find it? Okay, I'm, I'm feeling gross talking about it, but do you find it funny that the first thing it's asked to poop is almonds and nuggets? <laughs> <laughs> I don't love that. I'm though. just like imagining. 
actual poop with nuggets <laughs> <laughs> with almonds and nuggets in it. I'm sorry. Not herrings. Not oh, herrings. Which are too salty. Right? If you, listen, if something poops herrings, like maybe go to a doctor. <laughs> if someone poops gifts, also go to a doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. If there's anything weird, maybe just kind of Google it. I'm just going to also be honest here. I'm going to move us on here. <laughs> good, good. But I'm still sticking with poo. Um, in northeastern Spain, they just had a thing for it, okay? <laughs> they must have. Because there's a little, there's a little fella. Oh. And uh, it's a little figurine. The picture. poo meister. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the. It, it's monster. called the. Um, the Kaganer. Oh my oh, okay. gosh! I'm and crying it's right a, now. <laughs> it's a figurine of a peasant. In a traditional red hat. Okay, red hat. And this figurine, though, is in a squatting position, kind of, and relieving themselves. And this little figurine is still customary. And it is not only customary, but this figurine is very often placed in the nativity scene. And that is good luck. And it is expected that if you do not place that within the nativity scene, you will not have good luck in the coming <laughs> year. Mm. Now, this, this goes back to that nature thing okay. that we were talking about with right. the winter solstice, right. right? It is a symbol of fertilization of the ground, the healthy excrement added to the ground will bring good crops. That's true. Yeah. So that is that is also why they think that this little figurine is a pre-Christian figurine. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it goes right. back to the rituals to ensure the earth's fertility. Okay. Right, right, right. Lots and lots of poo figurines are still sold. There are, in fact, superhero ones. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm sorry. Dominic has another picture. I need to see this. Oh, my word. Oh, my gosh. Please Google this. Wait, what is it called? What do they call it? The The Kaganer. Kaganer. Yeah. C-A-G-A-N-E-R. So... I want one now. Yeah, well, you can get one in Wonder Woman... Uh, if you so desire, or in many different celebrities have figurines oh, in wow. this. Pe- you know what I mean? It's it's really fascinating. It's <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it fascinating. But I, I'll be honest, we laugh at it now, but when you think that it is really about honoring the earth right. yeah. it makes and sense. keeping it for a healthy earth and understanding that. You know, th- also with the Yule Log, something I forgot with the Yule Log, going back to the original one, it was also considered unlucky to throw out the ashes from the Yule log, right? What did they do with them? So you you would never throw them out on Christmas Day. That was incredibly unlucky. Okay. But scattering of the Yule log to the earth or to plants because that pot ash, that ash that comes from it, is good for the earth. Yeah. Right. So the creation of the burning of the Yule log created something to go back into the earth or back into something living, and it, it kind of perpetuates that. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, it all loops back to honoring nature. Honoring mm-hmm. nature. Right. And then they, they tie it to a sense of luck. Tie it to a sense of luck. Mm-hmm. And that the good luck 
comes from honoring that nature. I just hit my cord there. <laughs> I did, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I did a, just a bit of light research on um, other cultures around the world celebrations of the solstice, and a couple of them were like mentioned good luck. So I'm, yeah. I mean, I'll probably butcher these names, but I thought I'd mention some of them. So there was Japanese Toji, which is of it's just a festival um, that celebrated the harvest and good luck. And there was Peruvian Inti Raimi, which <laughs> I'm going to do so good with these names, which was, I mean, it was before the Spanish Inquisition, it was celebrated after they were conquered. It kind of was not celebrated, mm -hmm. but because it's in the Southern Hemisphere, it was celebrated in June, but they still celebrated similar things to to Northern traditions because they would celebrate the harvest and the sun god coming back and just all that sort of stuff, which I think is really interesting. Can I, okay, this is slightly random, but can I take the, remember we put a pin up? Yeah, oh, we put a pin in the Yeah, we put a pin in the stockings. Because um, I have a question for you all. Um, also, uh, on another unrelated side note, sweet niblets, I have the, the song Poop Log in my head right now. Um, <laughs> Poop Log. Yeah, right? It's not unenjoyable. <laughs> so, double negative. Um, stockings. So I, growing up, we had stockings, but they... We don't have a chimney or fireplace or anything. Mm -hmm. And we have, like, little ones or whatever. And that's and they okay just, because, you know. Yeah. And they'd, like, go up, like, on the railing or mm -hmm. somewhere. Yeah. Um, however, mm -hmm. we did not have gifts in our stock. So did you all have stockings? Was this a thing? Well, so. Oh, you want to? Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say I did. Yeah. yeah. We, um, we didn't have our have a fireplace, but we hung our stockings up on the windowsill. And, yeah, there would be presents in them Christmas morning. So we, we had stockings, and, and so did my wife. Here's some difference uh, about this as well. So my family, we always opened stockings first. Oh, I do too. Yeah. yeah and my wife's family, they would always open stockings at the end. Oh. Right? And so to this day, my wife, when, when we get up on Christmas morning, do we open stockings at the beginning or at the end? I, she can't remember <laughs> anymore because, you know, it's, it's different. Um, but a big tradition in her family, and this is, I think, for many as well, is fruit okay. in the oh. stocking. Oh, in the stocking. Like a massive orange, a big apple. Interesting. Why? Because <laughs> fruit, fruit was expensive. Yeah. Oh. Fruit was a luxury. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so to get, when you go back and you trace back why you get fruit in your stocking, people didn't you know, often get a big juicy orange mm -hmm. or a massive apple yeah. that was fresh. They So at Christmas time, you got that luxurious thing, nice. that piece of fruit. That's actually why fruitcake is a Christmas tradition. Oh, because Because, I mean, it can, it's believed to be traced back to an ancient Roman dish called mm -hmm. satyra, which is from Saturnalia. Mm -hmm. um, and it's... And then juvenile, which is... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and it was... It was <laughs> a dish with pomegranate <laughs> seeds, nuts, barley, and fruit. And um, by the 18th and 19th century, it became a special occasions dish because fruits were so hard to come by. Oh. And then eventually like it became a Christian Christmas staple. And kind of now it's kind of a joke of like, oh, fruitcake's the worst, but people love to hate it. And it's so cemented into like Christmas tradition. I, I think cemented is probably the proper yeah. thing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my, my dad loves fruitcake. Yeah. And uh, we make French toast out of it. 
Interesting. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I bet that would be good. It's it's tasty. It's delicious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to share that recipe with our listeners. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Add two parts fruit, fruit. cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 fruit cake. So is it with a, is it with a purchased stuff. fruit cake or do yeah, you guys so make your own? Fruitcake. Um, I've never for. made my own fruitcake, but now I actually want to, just because you said that right there. Like I, now <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I want to bake. I love baking. I love yeah. cooking things. Um, so typically we would buy fruitcake. Um, and there's this one that's, it's not quite called a fruitcake. It's like panettone. panettone. Oh, panettone. Panettone. That's an Italian one. Yeah. He's we'll Italian. We'll talk about some Italian stuff in uh, part two of this, which Ooh. will come out uh, next next week. Hey, go on, go on. Panettone. Yeah. <laughs> did I say that well? Panettone. 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 Yeah. Yes, you did great. Go okay. on. Go so, ahead. so we we go back and forth between we'll make French toast out of mm-hmm. uh, panettone or we'll make it out of fruitcake, whatever we have. It's good. The first time we tried it, we're like, I don't know. <laughs> Is this going to be So good? you guys invented the fruitcake French toast? Possibly. Probably so, not. So how big that. is a piece of French toast? Is is it? Because I, I imagine fruitcake pretty small. Oh, yeah. Well, your French toast can be any size. You know. <laughs> oh. size, <laughs> Must it, French it, toast it, be a certain it, size? Yeah. Yeah. I we're, guess you're right. We're not going to put any. Yeah. <laughs> it could be any size. However big your bread is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways. Well, that's fruitcake. Fruitcake's fantastic. We've discussed a lot today about the history of traditions in in the month of December and specifically a lot how they relate to our world mm-hmm. and our earth. And I think it's it's really great for us to take time to celebrate all of the traditions that are out there because you know in essence tradition is something that stems from somewhere else typically true and whether we know it or not traditions can uh, connect us to one another in ways we we don't even know sometimes Uh, and i think You know, if we just stop and realize that our traditions in some way are probably linked to someone else's traditions in the world, we would have a lot more in common with those people. And we would understand that we are more similar than we are different. And I think traditions kind of teach us that. And that's, uh, I think that's, that's kind of what this time of year is really about. Mm Understanding that we as humanity share an ancestral past and no matter what our tradition is, we can we can respect the traditions of others because ours are probably linked. Connect, yeah, connected yeah. to them for sure. In some way. Mm-hmm. So that is the end of this uh, part one of our two-part tradition word. Bet you didn't see that coming. Bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> it's a bonus month. This month, uh, month of December, it's we will have our special Aww. gift to you. Next week, we will be dropping tradition part two. And so, my, my friends, we will see you next week.
One Word is a production of BFAC On Air.